Good afternoon and welcome to Live Till 5 here on KHMG 88.1 FM, Harvest Family Radio, seven minutes after three o'clock on Friday. My name is Chris Harper. Very glad to be with you. Filling in today for Jared Baldwin, who is off island for a few weeks. So we're rotating the fill-in hosts. I get to take this week, Sebastian. You're next week. I'm next week. You ready for this? Everyone better be ready. It's going to be an epic time. <laughs> epic time. Epic. I would not describe my fill-in hosting today as epic. It's slightly <laughs> less than epic. It will be slightly better than boring. Not as good as mediocre, but perhaps acceptable somewhere in the neighborhood it's okay. You got Sebastian here with you. In the, all right. All right. My, my, yours is going to be epic. Mine is going to be somewhere in the neighborhood of acceptable. So we'll try to make that happen today. Epectable. Just tried. Uh, sorry. Never mind. <laughs> not a great one. Not a great one. So far, not epic there, Sebastian. Well, so far. Get there. Well, I want to tell you about several ways that you can get the program either you can go online to khmg.org and click the listen tab and listen there to our live stream if for some reason you've got to get out of the car and go in the house or something of that nature maybe you're sitting at a desk and you have to uh, click on the website instead of listening to the radio or something of that nature i always put the uh, program together just a few minutes after we go off the air in the afternoon as well edit that down and put it on SoundCloud and then share a link to our SoundCloud account on uh, Facebook and on Twitter and uh, also put it on our website and feature it on the homepage as well on khmg.org. So there's many ways for you to listen to the program, either listening live or also listening via a podcast after the program. Now, something that that I like to promote um, on khmg.org, and that's all the other shows that we produce. Sebastian and I spend a lot of time during our week producing other shows for KHMG uh, as well, like uh, Living Redemptively and Heart of Harvest and Harvest Echoes, Harvest Echoes, which is uh, which is one that Sebastian spends a lot of time on, and then um, also uh, Building Great Leaders with Doctor. Les Olala as well. Now, those programs a little bit different than this one. Uh, Jared calls this a talk and variety show that uh, about sums it up uh, correctly for how this show goes. Those are more Bible teaching programs, and that's how we spend most of our broadcast day, honestly, with programs like that. Uh, On today's program, uh, I would say because, well, I'll describe to you why that the, uh, the, focus of today's program or the theme, I think Jared calls it a theme, the theme of today's show will be humor. 
<laughs> yes. That's right. Humor. <laughs> so uh, the, the reasoning for this is I actually, once in a while, I get an opportunity to do chapel at Harvest Christian Academy. And this week I had the opportunity to do a couple of chapels. And they, every week at Harvest, uh, they work on a character trait. Okay, so every time if you go to speak in chapel, um, what I do at least is I concentrate on the character trait. And sometimes, you know, it's, it's honesty. Sometimes it's faith. Sometimes it's just, it's been different things over the course of time. Uh, I should have brought the list with me is what I should have done. But uh, they are discussing during this period of time, humor. So I spent some time talking about humor in two chapels this week. And so I said, you know what might be a good idea for Live Till Five as well? Talking about humor. So I put together a whole list of things um, that are said to be humorous. Not only uh, are they said to be humorous, we found ourselves laughing and chuckling quite a few times at some of these things that we looked up. But some of these things are more about humor than humorous. So the first thing I want to do, just to sort of set the stage for you on for what's going to be happening on today's program, is just give you the definition of humor. Okay, so the definition of what we're talking about here. Uh, humor in the English-speaking world is the tendency of particular cognitive experiences to provoke laughter and provide amusement which means it could, it's not necessarily just words that you say. It could be something that happens. You could see something from across the room that just is happening, and it's cognitive experiences that provoke laughter and provide amusement. Yeah, I mean, I think it also depends on perspective, too. You know, some things it might be funny looking at one way, you right. know, but at another way it's like, that's totally not funny. You know? Right, yeah. <laughs> well, it might... Well, and uh, uh, this is actually something I talked to the kids about this week, is that something may cause you to laugh, but it actually isn't funny, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So just because you laugh doesn't mean that it's actually humorous, especially after you spend a few minutes thinking about it. You know, I use the, uh, the example of I brought a hot coffee in to the chapel, and I said, uh, if I were to spill this hot coffee down my shirt, and I had a white shirt on on that particular day, and I said, if I were to spill this coffee on myself, you might all laugh, but there might be some concerns. Am I burned by the coffee? You know, I've ruined my shirt. It's messed up chapel, all these different things. But so it's, this, this is what's happening. Now, humor is provoking laughter or provoking amusement. It says that the term derives from the humoral medicine of the ancient Greeks, which taught that the balance of fluids in the human body, known as humors, humors, in the human your, body, your body was filled with humors, wow. controlled human health and emotion. People of all ages and cultures respond to humor. This is pretty obvious. Most people are able to experience humor or be amused. I would think that pretty much all people would be able to be amused in one way or the other. They can smile, they can laugh, or think something is funny, and are thus considered to have a sense of humor. Which is why I always think it funny when, when people say that uh, 
that person has a sense of humor. Well, everybody has some sense of humor, but I think what they're saying is they have a good sense of humor. Yeah, sometimes it might much. be twisted, you know? Yeah. <laughs> twisted sense of humor. Yeah, so so there, everybody does have, is basically what it's saying here, is everybody does have a sense of humor. Uh, the sense of humor, um, or the the hypothetical person lacking a sense of humor, would likely find find the um, a behavior in in uh, whatever is happening that is humorous is basically what it's saying here. There's all kinds of big words in this that just basically means what they think whatever have is happening is humorous is not funny based on their personal tastes. Right. So if you said that person has no sense of humor, it just means that everyone else is laughing and they're not. And they don't find that particular thing funny. And it's based on it's based on their own uh, personality and not necessarily meaning not everybody finds the same things funny. Yeah. And sometimes it has to do with your age as well. They say younger people tend to be amused by more. Uh, like physical acts of comedy, sort of the slapstick uh, thing. You know, you'll see kids, a kid will fall down and all the other kids laugh. But when that happens, no adults are laughing. And yeah, it's that sort of thing. I think I, think I have a delayed sense of humor is, is usually, see, everything goes into my brain and then it takes like a second for everything to just work together and figure <laughs> out what's going on. And then that's when I was like, that's when I put two and two together. I'm like, Oh, that's hilarious, you know, and I'll laugh. And then, but the joke right. will have been like, you know, a minute by already. <laughs> the joke has already passed. <laughs> yeah. 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 And that's, and, and honestly, you learn to know what is funny and what isn't. Cause I just having five kids and as they're growing up, that my oldest is 11, is that you'll see that if, if you say something funny and the older kids laugh, the younger kids are kind of looking like, was that funny? I don't understand. And then when you explain, oh, here's why this is funny, yeah. then they go, oh, I see why it's funny. I mean, at least you got kids who are actually thinking and trying to understand rather than just laughing because right. everyone else is laughing. Oh, yeah. Well, so, then, so they're thinking, actually. You can see it. Well, at least that kid's thinking. <laughs> but specifically, that's me usually. So I'm, I'm thinking, okay, just because I'm slow. So. <laughs> but that, that that's true though. It's the the what also happens is when one person starts laughing, a lot of times everybody starts laughing. You know, d- depending on the the circumstance and the situation. So today on the program, we're going to be talking about humor. We're going to have some of the regular features of the show um, on today as well, like. Um, you're just looking at uh, Harvest Highlights. I, I forgot to stop the uh, I forgot to stop the autoplay here. So I'm going to play Harvest Highlights for everyone in a minute. That's hilarious. Uh, you know, it's what a yeah, great show. <laughs> the humor is starting already. But uh, but um, I'm when you fill in for a program like this, it's not just the things you have to the the materials that you have to gather for the program. There are also many of these technical things that you have to uh, find and put together that uh, are not necessarily as simple um, as they look when you first uh, begin. So today on the program, I'm going to be stumbling through, but uh, we are in the midst of Live Till 5. So we're going to take our first break of the day and play Harvest Highlights for you. That's something new that we're actually doing is playing Harvest Highlights during 
live till five because at one point or another we started to realize that um, people were missing harvest highlights at 320 on Friday as opposed to the rest of the week. And kids only get, you know, only one time during yep. the day for their, you know, prime time, their interviews. Right. And there's some humor in these these uh, interviews that we do. They're with, hilarious. With kids, I too. do them all. Hilarious might be a strong <laughs> word, but uh, at least somewhat humorous is probably As the a right woman word. Thinks, so- okay, sorry about that. That's not what I wanted. I wanted <laughs> this. Ah, of course. Okay, that's three technical issues within the course of uh, what forty-five seconds. It's hilarious. <laughs> so people are laughing at us. What, what we're gonna do is go to a break, and then uh, we'll be back in just a few minutes here with more live till five. One of our favorite intro songs for Live Till 5. The name of it is always mentioned, so it was one that I thought of today. We needed to use Kung Fu Homeschooler. Right. Karate chopping our way back into the show. (laughs) Roundhouse kicking it back into the show. Roundhouse. Yeah, kicking. So today on the program, Sebastian, my name is Chris Harper. Lawrence Nagengast has joined us now. He is our uh, Mr. This Day in History and uh, always a great participant in the show. What's in my coffee, of course. We've already got our coffee. I've taken a few sips of my coffee. I'm not able to describe what kind of pants that it looks like (laughs) at this moment because I have not seen the the color of the drink because it's in one of these these, uh, cardboard cups, not in one of the clear... Plastic cups, no clear plastic cups today. Just the uh, just the cardboard cups today for uh, our what's in my coffee. Did we decide to call it something different while Jared was gone last time? I think we decided to call it what's in my cup. Well, it was also what's in my Aloha made. That's because right. Because I, I brought those because the coffee shop was right. closed over Christmas. But at one point we decided when I was filling in, we need to do what's in my cup because a lot of times many of us don't have coffee. Yeah, like me today. Just, just yeah, what is that? It, I will tell you. <laughs> we'll I'll tell we'll you. wait till we, later. We just I learned quick. I learned last week that I'm supposed to draw out my description. So I, I don't want to blow oh, it by right. giving out what it is already. It should just be what are the liquids I am consuming? What I should name it that. That's, that, that's <laughs> too long. What are the liquids? I am what, what's in my What's in my cup or what's in my plastic cup? When you fill in, you can call it. Yes. What are the liquids? <laughs> I'm going to do that. I promise. Yeah, I know it's going to happen. <laughs> All right. Well, today on the program, we've been talking about humor so far. We're going to continue to talk about some humor. We got some humorous news stories. I dove into the Babylon Bee today. Which, Lawrence, you said is one of those sites that you uh, like to laugh at a lot. Yeah. There's yeah, some it, humor there. It, it always is very funny. Well, it, mainly the thing that makes me laugh is how off guard it catches me. Uh, yeah. I read the caption and I'm like, oh, really? Oh, that'll yeah. be. Yeah. Same thing pretty much with The Onion. Satire. Yes. Satire. All the Onion 
The onion, you got to be a little bit careful, more careful with, You're right. because it's not a, um, it's it's a, um, um, it's not a Christian endeavor right. to yeah. say the least. It's, yeah, it, it's secular um, news for sure. But uh, the Babylon Bee, at least, uh, you're gonna. It's gonna be clean. I, I've noticed it can be it can be pretty snarky, you know, taking taking some shots at some people, but yeah. but uh, at least is a clean um, effort at humor and at comedy. Uh, the buck stops here is one of Jared's favorite segments, and I thought, you know what, I can probably do a buck stops here today with uh, a few humorous quotes. So the whole point of the buck stops here is that these are quotes that uh, many famous people have in their offices or on their desk. Now, I have no idea, as a way of disclaimer, I have no idea if anybody has any of these quotes on their desk or in their office or how these could possibly help you with your work. Uh, Perhaps they might uh, hinder you in your work more than help you. But these are... Funny quotes. Now, if you search for funny quotes uh, on the Internet, you get some uh, very common sources for quotes, like Brainy Quote is a, is a, a source for quotes um, on the Internet. And they have hundreds of what they call our humorous quotes. But I didn't think all of them were, were humorous at all. But these are some that I pulled out. And this, is, this happens when you look for funny things online. Yeah. Uh, the first one I, I found in the buck stops for the buck stops here today was do not take life too seriously. You will never get out of it alive. Albert Hubbard. And I had to research who Albert Hubbard is because I didn't know who he was. But happiness is having a large, loving, caring, close knit family in another city. That's George Burns having a family in a different city always remember that you are absolutely unique margaret mead said just like everyone else yep i I always wanted to be somebody said lily tomlin but now i realize i should have been more specific as a as a child my family's menu consisted of two choices this is from buddy hackett he said the two choices were take it or leave it All generalizations are false, including this one from Mark Twain. And uh, I think we've done Yogi Berra quotes in the past (laughs) on uh, Live Till Five. But one of their funny quotes from a brainy quote was, a nickel ain't worth a dime anymore. Nickel ain't worth a dime anymore. So that's my feeble attempt at the the buck stops here. So we should probably do now this day in history, or should we do? Um, does everybody just want to describe their drink? Yeah, let's, instead? let's jump to let's, drinks. Let's and jump then, to drinks, and then I'll and then do, this day. do this day. All right. So now I need to play more music. That's the <laughs> that's the problem. Uh, let me see. I'm gonna find more music. It's, um, it's called. I don't see the music. So, uh, oh, the Hebrews theme. There it is. We found it. Oh, there it wow. is. We found it. Discovery. Here it is. Ah. There we go. But I don't have the paperwork in front of me, but this segment is brought to you by Hebrews Coffee Shop. <laughs> coffee Shop and Gift Store. And it's one of the finest coffee establishments. Yeah, they're, they're on this uh, side in this of the land. Pacific. 
yeah. on this land. It, it <laughs> does sell candles. It also sells um, some coffee cups and and um, and different canisters, uh, canteens, or, or uh, whatever you have there that can hold coffee and keep it hot. Uh, they're also sh- selling artwork down there now. Yeah, I saw uh, that. By commission. So, I saw that. I yeah. Should, I should put some stuff down there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty uh, good work. Island artwork. Uh, you should, If you haven't seen it, come by and, and take a look. Uh, I think they're going to make some more editions over the weekend probably. They have French but, uh, presses down there French as presses. Well. That's one of the and things I, I was trying to I, think of. I want to get one of those because you know what happened to my other French? I've had two French presses recently. Really? And they're all fully glass. They don't have the plastic like the ones downstairs do. Right. Fully glass. And what's been happening is washing them. Uh, tapping them against the oh, side no. oh, twice like, twice that's happened oh Crack. man yeah Fell plastic plaques, it, it, the writing's on the wall yep. it's it's plastic yep. for you only from yep. now on Chris. absolutely yeah. yep absolutely so uh why don't you start uh sebastian you seem to have consumed more of your beverage than we have at this point how do you know okay yeah it appears <laughs> well because you've taken more drinks i've taken little tiny sips oh <laughs> it's okay right. i'll go i think i've acquired enough um, liquids to understand what it is. The, the theme is to to taste the coffee, describe what is in the coffee. If you're not familiar with what's in my liquids that I'm drinking, or what, <laughs> what are the liquids I'm currently consuming? Right. Well, um, this tastes like just, I mean, um, espresso with uh, maybe milk. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I taste the milk though, but it's just like a light, just like a light coffee taste you know and and it's warm and um yeah a light light coffee taste that is warm that's helpful these are all hot drinks today all hot drinks yeah on live till five what's in my coffee lawrence what does your drink taste like uh you know i think i'm gonna have to go with a repeat of last week which is another hot vanilla chai another Uh, hot vanilla it is yeah i had the same last week and now i think i have it again so, Does, who has number one? That is me. That's him. Ooh. Okay. Am I, am I wrong? I'm not going to reveal. Oh I'm not boy. Reveal. I'm not going to reveal. You're wrong. It okay. could be. <laughs> so chai. It just may have something else in it. Mine tastes. Mine tastes um, like. I, I always second guess myself, but I think it's caramel or caramel, as caramel. some people say. Yeah, caramel. Say caramel. Caramel. It's caramel. I think I'm pretty sure it's caramel. Um, I didn't see my number on here yet, but let me take one more drink just to be sure. But it is a coffee drink. I believe it's a caramel latte. That was not me. That was Sebastian. <laughs> uh, there's There might be another flavor in there, but hmm. let's, let, let's, let's reveal what our coffees are. Number, you have n- number one, Lawrence. Yeah, I have number one. You have a coconut chai. A coconut hmm. chai. Yeah, I can taste the coconut. Okay. Yeah. I'm number two. You're number two. Cafe. What does it say? Let me see. Cafe Lulu. Cafe, what's it say? What does that say? Cafe. Cafe a latte. A latte. Coffee with steamed milk. See, I was like basically right. Basically. Basically, you were. French. And what do I have? Number four. I have a white mocha with vanilla. And what's sitting over here? I don't know. What's sitting over there is a. Why would that be. Maybe we shouldn't reveal it. Maybe it should be something special later. Well, okay. Who's going to okay. drink it? Well, maybe uh, someone will come up and, and drink con it. Pana? Blah, what blah, is blah, that? Blah, 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 blah. I can't read the writing. I apologize. <laughs> con Pana espresso with whipped cream. Con Pana? Oh, that's why it's an espresso. 
Oh, that's why it's so. Because so I open slow. the cup and it's like, oh, okay, maybe a third up the cup. <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, a third that full, a third full. That, that's probably the, the, yeah, the so English we were, way of we describing were confused that. Because he opened it and thought it was. I saw somebody enough. was already drinking it, and so that's why I put it back. No, no one had, no one had okay. consumed ah, any of those it's just espresso. I totally I get it. Downed it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what we did is we said, let's play a trick on Lawrence. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, we'll drink, a, have his drink, and leave it. Our theme is comedy, just so you know when you walk in. <laughs> it's not like April Fool's Day tricks, though. Yeah, so. that's two months from now. All right. So we're gonna what we're gonna try to do is do something that has rarely been done on this show, which is to squeeze three segments yes. in before a break. Yeah, that, we're gonna do it. We're let's, doing it. Let's do it right now. Okay. Alrighty. Uh on this day. February 10th, a uh, number of things, of course, every week. We, we describe a few things that happened, and then uh, give maybe some a little extra history here and there. But um, let's go ahead and go through a few things here. 60 A.D., St. Paul, as in Paul of the Bible, yes. thought to have been shipwrecked at Malta, maybe on this day in right. 60 A.D. Miletus, it was called in the Bible. Yeah, Miletus. Miletus. Yeah. Uh, 1355, this is a... a uh, probably a known event in England, but one that I had not heard of before. But the St. Scholastic's Day riot breaks out in Oxford, England, leaving 62 scholars and perhaps 30 locals dead in two days. What's the, what do you the know? Saint what the St. Scholac- Scholastic's Day riot. I don't know. What causes this to happen? I don't know. Uh, People very, just... very little nowadays. They just can get in the streets and riot for, for not a whole lot. Are not a very large cause. Was there, maybe they're just tired of homework. They, maybe they just, yeah, sick of school. Yeah, yeah. Let's riot. Um, 1746, the Pelham brothers resign from the British government but resume office when King George II backs down. Uh, again, this is right around the time before uh, George III will be the next king after George II left, uh, and he'll be the one that kind of wades through the waters of, of uh, the independence in, in right. America, splitting from Britain. Uh, their mother nation. 1814, Napoleonic Wars, Battle of Chapebert. The the French beat the Russians. This is one of the last battles before we'll get to uh, Waterloo, where it'll be the end of, of Napoleon. Um, 1824, Simon Bolivar, named dictator, named dictator by the Congress of Peru. Uh, he, he is a European explorer, actually, that uh, discovered Peru and I believe it's Colombia, um, way back in the uh, early 1800s, and they later on will make him uh, the dictator of the country, even though he's he's um, or he's their political leader. He'll become their political leader. Okay, moving on. Sorry, 1978. A little bit of music uh, trivia here, or not trivia, but note. Peter Tchaikovsky's Fourth Symphony in F premieres. A music note. I see what you did there. Yeah, music note. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one, Clutch. Humor. Yes, of course. 1914, in accordance with the understanding reached by General J.C. Smuts and Mahatma Gandhi, 60 passive resistance prisoners released from, oh boy, Peter Martinsburg. Wow. <laughs> Peter Martinsburg. I guess we'll go with that. Prison. 40 passive resistance released in Durban, 8 in Newcastle, and 11 in Port Elizabeth. So basically this was a big, um, peaceful, you know, push by Mahatma Gandhi, who is very much a right. a, um, a pacifist, and uh, in releasing these prison prisoners, these resistance, passive resistance prisoners. 
1918, Trotsky declares that Russia is leaving the war. Uh, Trotsky is the second in command to Lenin, um, and this is when Lenin kind of takes over, and um, you have the Bolshevik Revolution and all these things when communism got its foothold. Trotsky was the military guy that was kind of ran Russians, Russia's military until eventually Stalin will take over, and the two men to secede Lenin was either going to be... Um, I guess it's succeed, right? Is it secede? Succeed, right. Well, whoever, it's coming after. Yes, succeed. Succeed, because succeed is to leave. Yes. So that's not the correct word. Oh, I didn't know where you were going. Yeah, it's to follow. (laughs) maybe somebody was leaving. To follow is is what I I don't know much about Russian history. Um, But you have Lenin, who started the Communist Party, the Bolshevik Revolution. Trotsky was the second in command and military leader. Stalin was, was kind of an outsider a little bit in the military, in the government at that time. But ended up being those two guys. Stalin had uh, the people. Trotsky had the military. Stalin ended up winning and actually kills Trotsky just to make right. sure there's no there's no coup in the works. There's everybody has people named after them too, right? The the Stalinists, the Trotskyites. Yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah whatever the, yeah, whatever all, all that is. Somebody, and then they have you know cities as well: Stalingrad yep. and Leningrad, and, right? And uh, Saint Petersburg. Stalingrad. <laughs> 1933, Hitler proclaims the end of Marxism. Uh, again, he was against pretty much everything that he didn't believe in, and uh, named after Marx. Again, yes, there's a, Karl Marx. There's a theme here. Yes, yeah, it's very. They were very creative, very creative back <laughs> right. there. Um, speaking of Stalin, 1934, Stalin ends the 17th CPSU Congress. Says life becomes merrier. Um, I can't tell you a whole lot about what the CPSU Congress is, but Stalin didn't use the word merrier a whole lot in his life. I'm going to guess uh, he was a pretty straightforward man in fact if you ever get a chance to find out look up what stalin's real last name is joseph it is about a 28 letter last name he chose the last name stalin because it's easier to pronounce which means steel so he's actually known as the man of steel um and and lived pretty much up to that name like superman i guess yeah I, i guess you could say that not really. No, there's no. There is no. <laughs> I meant. No I meant the Man of Steel. No, yeah. they're, they're not. They're, yeah. He's not. The Man of Stalin. Yeah. Um, right. Moving forward. Sorry. Um, 1954. Eisenhower warns against the U.S. intervention in Vietnam, uh, even though uh, the, those warnings were, will not really be heeded. Um, yeah. But actually, to this day, um, that that was one of the sadder wars that america has been in of course i think it's the only one that they've ever truly really lost uh because today there is one united communist vietnam unlike the involvement with korea where there's still a split north and south um, between the two uh 1969 uh louisiana state university pete maravich scores 66 point despite losing to the two to tulane 101 to 94. Do you guys ever watch any of those videos uh, about Pistol Pete Pistol Maravich? Pete. Yeah, this was um, I I heard about um, a lot of those things uh, because somebody I used to work with this was she was a basketball player in college and this was her you know yeah, she loved that was one of Pistol Pete yeah. yeah and so she would talk all about he was uh, he was a unique guy yeah he yeah was absolutely pretty cool died on the court heart attack yeah. on the court yeah i did know that yeah I, yep. I saw a documentary on his life and it's very um very cool the, the amount of work he put into becoming who he was a 1990 south african president um announces nelson mandela will be freed on february 11th and um very very diverse feelings among south africans about that announcement 
Yeah, uh, if you ever, if you want to get beyond the, um, and I won't go into it, but if you ever want to get beyond the the uh, folklore about um, Mandela, you should actually read about his entire life and take some of that into context. Mm-hmm. It's much like a lot of figures of in history. If you read about his entire life, you may come away with a slightly different picture than if you read um, his release, and that's yeah, all from you read and about. Beyond, yeah, right. His release and beyond. If you read his entire life history, the picture is slightly different. Let's just yeah. put it that way. I still you have remember, to read it yourself. I still remember the one thing, sadly, that I remember most, uh, at least about in in my lifetime, is is the funeral with the scam of a of a. Um, sign language uh, oh guy, yeah how he basically snuck in there <laughs> and made up it. yeah yeah he wasn't oh, yeah. Even, I remember that. he wasn't even a real guy that that's in no comparison to the things nelson mandela did in his life but right it's one of the things i remember that's tied of course and tied to him um venezuelan government orders more than 100 malls to close early to save electricity due to the drought caused by el nino uh so very very interesting note that just happened a year ago they wow. just closed 100 malls Save electricity for El, because save, of El Nino. Save people money too, yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. Yeah, it would. <laughs> <laughs> so that's this day in history. Not a, not a whole lot of uh, huge things that happened. Varies right. week to week. This day in history. So a little coffee, a little history, maybe even a little humor. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Not as much as maybe we'd like, but uh, <laughs> a little bit of humor today. All right, well, we want to take a break. You're listening to Live Till 5, KHMG 88.1 FM, Harvest Family Radio. Got a lot of program left, 14 minutes in this hour, and then a whole nother hour of Live Till 5. Of humor. Yes. Live till 5 here on KHMG 88.1 FM, Harvest Family Radio. Chris Harper with you today, filling in for Jared Baldwin, who's off-island. He, um, I think, pretty much every year, uh, right around this time, he is off-island doing some recruiting. We have a a ministry here um, with a number of employees, a lot of spots to fill typically in a in a typical year looking forward to the next year of school at harvest christian academy and of course there are other um, ministries that surround uh harvest baptist church uh, including here at harvest family radio for the last 20 years and and uh, other things and the the ministry is sizable enough that we spend some time at christian colleges around the states um, really just talking to people, trying to find out whether or not they have the same kind of uh, ministry heart that we have here at um, Harvest Ministries. And how did you wind up getting here, actually, Sebastian? What uh-huh. was the, what's the story there? Did somebody come out and recruit at Maranatha? Well, I was lost at sea on this boat, and 
Okay, never mind. I, I like in Master and Commander, you were just <laughs> yeah, it's perfect exactly. for the music we were just playing too. <laughs> well, actually, I was um, I worked at a camp last two summers ago in Pennsylvania. It was a great camp, and um, I just helped out there because it's totally far from home. But I just the guy was asking for help, and I said, "Yeah, I can I can come out and help you." Um, if I'm not going to China, which didn't end up that I was going to China. So I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm coming out. So I went out there and helped that guy. No idea that it was, like this guy had a connection to Guam at all or anything. Right. But uh, he was good friends with uh, one of the guys out here. Okay. And um, basically, I needed a internship to finish off my degree. And um, I I put in an application, and I got a really good word from the guy I worked for at the camp. Sure. And and from there it was like yeah you can come out here on the summer team and then um and then it was like also uh there might be a job opening too so yeah you know and what were you kind of thinking about doing before like what was the what was the idea before you came out here what did you think you might do after school yeah uh there was a couple options um uh one was maybe just try to invest in a local church and um and try and enhance my video skills um, or go back to that camp and, and help with media there. But, uh, I think God pretty much opened, paved the way to come here. Sure. So, yeah. Yeah. So it's a, it's a, um, the reason you'll hear, um, word that people are off Island, either pastor Heron, who's been off the off Island for a couple of weeks or, or pastor Jared Baldwin being off Island is, uh, we spend a lot of time just talking to people about potentially, coming out and helping the ministry. We have a local church ministry here. Obviously, everything's kind of centered around uh, Harvest Baptist Church, whether it's the school or the uh, Bible college or the radio station or any of these uh, things sort of surround that. And you really need people that are uh, sort of in tune with what we're doing at Harvest. So that's just to give you an idea of where uh, Jared is this week and why I am filling in for him. And um, uh, we're, we're talking about humor today on the program and not necessarily everything we're saying is funny uh, that's kind of standard uh, with two hours of of live till five but but uh, we are talking about some humorous things uh, we're going to look at in the second hour we only got six minutes left in this hour it's gone by kind of fast but but uh, we're going to talk about some humorous news stories things like that i know uh sebastian you had some stories that you wanted to to tell us as well. Let's since we have six minutes left, let's fit in your uh, your stories if we can. Yeah, I'll, humor, <laughs> humor me. Well, so you know, I'll, I'll say a couple of these. You know, we might not get through. Yeah, we won't we'll do save that. some for for the next hour too. But right. um, I just, these are just some random stories I found online that uh, uh, you know people random moments they have that are kind of funny. So there was a Sergeant Dan Powell from RallyPoint dot com. Um, he was saying, we were inspecting several lots of grenades. While everyone was concentrating on the task at hand, I held up a spare pin and asked, has anyone seen my grenade? <laughs> <laughs> well, what's, what is this guy? Is he a military guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. Rally yeah. point. So, oh, yeah, he was inspect. I, I just It kind of reminded me of always seeing those, like, investigations of explosives on the road they've know? had one out here on route yeah. eight for weeks i know i've been terrified to go to mcdonald's yeah so. <laughs> yeah i don't want to go past the sign for fear of a detonated an undetonated uh what do they call it a, a um undetonated um ordinance ordinance yep. that's what it is yep um this one is from uniformstories.com and it's 
A woman said her son was attacked by a cat, and the cat would not allow her to take her son to the hospital. <laughs> and uh, oh yeah, if you've ever had an animal like a like a cat, I could see that happening. Just it, isn't there a recording of it? I I remember hearing at one point or another a recording of somebody saying, "No, I can't. I I can't get out of the house." <laughs> There's a cat. Oh yeah, there was. I think yeah. like a cat like held. Was like he was, was keeping them hostage. Yeah, a cat was holding them hostage. Yeah. Um, all right, so we got another one here. Um, I was at the customer service desk repairing, oh, sorry, returning a pair of jeans that was too tight. The Was anything wrong with them? The clerk asked. And the person said, yes. I said, they hurt my feelings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, yeah, you usually can't return for that reason, but... Well, I mean, um, well, one more, one more pants, one more pants thing. We'll go with that. How about that? Oh, good. Jared loves pants. He's always describing his uh, his uh, drink with pants. So this guy, um, I spotted several pairs of men's Levi's at a garage sale. They were sizes thirty, thirty-one, and thirty-two, but I was looking for size thirty-three. So I asked the owner if he had a pair. He shook his head. I'm still wearing the 33s, he said. Come back next year. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Well, I I um I have I always have the problem of uh, having um the the uh pants that I try to go find, they never have my size because I'm a unique small size for uh adult size pants 30 waist, right? And yeah. they almost never have that, right? So I, that's that's I, always like an issue. I think I tried looking for um, uh, a dress shirt once or some sort of. Ho- You're a, a larger ho- man. I am. Than I am. Yeah. I am. And um, finding a shirt was hard because I think the sizes are a little different here than. You think so? Well, I think at certain stores. Yeah, yeah. And stores. like, I, w- I remember going to Micro Mall and just like running every single, running to every single store. And just like, I tried on like every single shirt and like I had a kind lady try to help me out. Oh, maybe this one will work. I'm like, yeah, go try it out. Nope, it's too small. <laughs> no, but eventually I found one and yeah. um, we made it work. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, good. Good. So on today's program, talking a little bit about humor, we, uh, we that's been our uh, character trait at Harvest Christian Academy. I'm always... It's always interesting to me to talk with my kids about the character traits. And uh, I already asked my daughter if I could if I could mention this, but one of the things she mentioned was we asked her about the character traits she's been learning, and she said that one of the character traits she had been learning was hostility. <laughs> she said I've been learning about hostility. What's that? What it, or what do you mean by that? Well, she said, you know, that's when you invite people over to your house and and uh, invite them over for dinner and things like that. <laughs> well, of course, she's talking about hospitality, but she got that a little bit mixed up with hostility. And uh, so it's one of those things that causes humor as well. Uh, one of the things I was talking to the kids about as far as uh, humor is concerned is uh, laughing at the right time and laughing for the right length of time, right? Yes. <laughs> we... we we um, we I was describing to them that here in the office we have a lot of times of laughter, right? Somebody will come up to the radio station. Um, we'll all be um, one of the things we do is we kind of tease each other. We make fun a little bit as guys will do, 
and then uh, but sometimes there is uh, laughing for uh, laughing at the wrong time and laughing for too long and yes. so <laughs> we'll try we'll try not to do that today as we discuss humor but thanks for listening to live till 5 my name is Chris Harper I'm just filling in today for Jared Baldwin who would typically be your host very glad to be here with Sebastian today as well. And we'll be back after this break here from SRN News and another hour of Live Till 5. Well, thanks for listening to the second hour of Live Till 5. This is KHMG 88.1 FM, Harvest Family Radio. This is a talk and variety program, typically or usually hosted by Jared Baldwin. He has been doing this for almost four years. I think this is about my fourth or fifth time filling in as host, maybe six. I don't exactly recall. But uh, I've been here long enough that people at least probably recognize my voice, if not th- uh, from the things throughout the day, at least being on Live Till 5 and doing news on Live Till 5. There's a bunch of ways to listen to the program. You can either go to khmg.org, khmg.org. Now, when you get to khmg.org, there's a number of ways to listen. If you scroll down a bit, you'll see a button that'll take you to the TuneIn website. You can listen on the TuneIn website live, or you can just click uh, the Listen tab on khmg.org and listen uh, directly from there. You can get the TuneIn app on your phone, either on uh, your iOS device or on your Android device, and listen live via that mechanism as well. So if you're in maybe not around a place where you have a radio, you can listen digitally in that way, or you can always just go back and download the podcast version of this program. And right after the show, I spend uh, a couple hours extra here, just uh, making sure that I get the the episode for the week edited down and uh, saved as a, a podcast uploaded to our website, to SoundCloud. It uh, winds up on iTunes and on Google Play and in a bunch of other areas where you can download. And I've actually got a number of people that have, you know, let me know that uh, they appreciate that and uh, get a lot of plays on SoundCloud as well. I get a lot of stats finding out who's been playing those. And so enjoying uh, just seeing that people do download this afterward, even when there's a fill in host. They do. They do it. I've seen it happen. So uh, thanks for listening today. We're talking about humor. Been talking a little bit about humor. Again, uh, I should preface this by saying not everything will be humorous, but everything will be about humor. 
which is completely different. But one of the things you learn when you start uh, getting into the broadcasting business, if you're doing any news broadcasting, and that's how I started out mostly is doing news broadcasting, is that you find out that there's always at the end of the newscast, uh, uh, any good newscast, any newscast worth its uh, salt, as they say. That's an idiom, by the way, worth its salt. Worth I have no idea what it means. It's pepper. Yeah. Oh, any, yeah. any news program worth its salt uh, has a, a kicker at the end, right? It's usually either a there's, – there's two ways you can do this. Either it's a humorous story to lighten up the mood a bit, especially if you've been talking about murder and mayhem and destruction and famine and war and pestilence. <laughs> and other horrible things of that nature. If you've been talking about all that, you want something at the end to just sort of cleanse the palate to, to get people laughing and keep them from crying. So you either do something humorous or you do something that's just cute and heartwarming, mm. right? That's your kicker at the end. So if you think of any newscast you listen to that, that you know, is a longer newscast. It's usually not like a five-minute update. But if it's like a half-hour news broadcast, either whether it's the evening news on one of the network programs or whether it's, um, you know, your local news uh, broadcast, there's always a kicker at the end. So a lot of the news websites also have a section that has either what they call weird news, odd news, funny news, comical news, whatever, whatever the case is. So I want, what I wanted to do is just get a random sampling today of some of the news websites and the kickers that they have listed. Now, the first one is from NBC News, and this is listed under weird news, sometimes humorous, sometimes just exactly what it says, weird, weird. And the first story from NBC News says a California man was held without bond Wednesday after he was nabbed in one of the easiest arrests ever made said police, who found the man stuck and covered in soot in the chimney of a home they said he was trying to break into. Keith Allen Schultz, 28, of Ridgecrest, California, remained in custody on a charge of first-degree burglary. Ridgecast, Ridgecrest police described a comedy of errors that led to Schultz's arrest Sunday afternoon when cops were sent to a home whose burglar alarm had been triggered. All right, so they, they find out that they, they're, they're informed that this burglar alarm goes off. And at the same time, a call comes in for help from a woman reporting that her friend is stuck in a chimney. The comedy starts when the address, they realize that the addresses are the same. Kern County firefighters were needed to extract Schultz from the chimney, police said. They said one or more accomplices were still believed to be at large. So he had had some uh, had some friends trying to get. Into I don't the know chimney. how the chimney is the best route of act. Like whenever I think of a chimney, it's like, what are you just going to drop down? You're going to try and shimmy down, or you're going to try and shimmy back up? That's a lot of work, man. And most burglars are lazy. <laughs> I mean, be like any self-respecting burglar and just break a window man. or something. Be lazy, would you? <laughs> so, caught in the chimney. Uh, from UPI, which is United Press International, they have a section called Odd News. 
Okay. In their odd news today, it says workers at a Tokyo Zoo chased down a man in a chimpanzee costume as part of a drill simulating the events of an escape at the facility. So they're doing this on purpose. They dress a guy. There's a bunch of pictures. They dress a guy up in a chimpanzee costume and they simulate a. Have you ever been to one of those uh, things where they simulate like some disaster and everybody's got casts on and their heads bandaged? Have you ever been to one? Oh, wow, no, I never. We been to did. One of those. We did one at. I think we did one at Maranatha. I'm not sure when, but huh. but we did like a a disaster drill or something. Uh, but anyway, that's that's kind of like what this is, except yeah. not a disaster, just an escape. Footage from the Tuesday drill at the Tama Zoological Park shows one of 100 persistent. Uh, some of 100 participants, including zookeepers, police, and firefighters, tracking and chasing a man dressed in a full-body chimpanzee costume. The chimp used a tree branch to keep his would-be captors at bay <laughs> while drill participants... So this guy had some fun with this. Wow. I'd like to be the guy in the chimpanzee Me costume too. rather than the guy chasing him, to be honest, but... Um, so they were chasing him with nets. The drill ended with a, simul- a simulated shot from a tranquilizer <laughs> gun, putting the primate to sleep. The zoo's escape drills have become a yearly event with previous simulations involving humans dressed as a zebra or as a leopard. I just wonder if there's a heavy emphasis on the simulated shot, yeah. <laughs> especially yeah. if the guy's giving him a, like a really hard time. <laughs> Maybe they at least had like a Nerf gun or a airsoft or something. I don't know. Uh, this also from UPI Odd News. It says authorities in Arizona said a mysterious space capsule at the side of the interstate was not abandoned by NASA or by aliens. There's a picture of this, too. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. It was just an art project. The silver capsule sparked numerous rumors this month when it was first spotted in a dirt field at the site of Interstate 10 in Casa Grande, Arizona. And the Arizona Department of Public Safety was eventually called to the scene to investigate this mysterious object. The artist, Jack Millard, said the drum had been sitting untouched in a field for decades and he had gotten permission from the owners to transform it into a piece of art. He posted a video, and he um, apparently talked about the capsule and moving it toward the highway so it could be seen by drivers. And this is when people passed it along and thought that it might actually be an authentic piece of space debris of some sort. So uh, just a couple of other headlines. In the U.K., in the Telegraph in the U.K., they have a weird news section and the stories weren't as funny as the headlines. So I think the headline writer is the one who deserves the, the gold star on this. But we were chuckling about this one earlier. It says, man shot cat that, quote, looked at him like he owned the place, <laughs> unquote. So this is about a man who shot a cat just because he looked at him like he owned the place. <laughs> Family discovers huge moose in their cellar. Now, I've had a moose at my house before when I lived in Alaska, but I've never had one in my cellar. Uh, Quote, wind was pushing me, unquote. This is a driver's unlikely excuse for speeding. (laughs) I don't think they bought it. Uh, Pagan priest in Maine wins the right to wear goat horns on his state ID card. Wow. There you go. Goat horns. Zombie apocalypse 
would wipe out humankind in just 100 days, according to university research. Sure. These are all headlines from uh, the Telegraph UK's weird news section. I, you know, I hope they're not getting a lot of uh, public funding for these research projects yeah. that are examining how long it would take for a zombie apocalypse to destroy humankind because taxpayers in the UK probably would not be happy to hear that that's where their tax dollars are going. No, so. no there's, that's, that's just dumb. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a, a little bit of a, a weird news sampling from around the world. And this is something that any good newscast would do, right? Do a kicker at the end. But we're doing it during the middle of the show today because humor is what this program is all about today. So we are going to take another break, come back, talk about a few other things. I've got some idioms. This show, this would not even be live till five without idioms. Gotta do idioms. No idioms. No show. Right. Correct. That's, I mean... (laughs) Listeners love idioms. That's what we heard. They love them. All right, live till 5. It's 17 minutes after 4 o'clock. KHMG 88.1 FM, Harvest Family Radio. My name is Chris Harper. Thanks for being here today. One of our favorite lead-in songs, bumper songs, here on Live Till 5, Baba Yetu. 21 minutes after 4 o'clock, KHMG 88.1 FM, Harvest Family Radio. Now, I mentioned what time it is, but if you're listening to the rebroadcast, it will obviously be a different time. What we should say is 21 minutes after the hour. Oh, yeah. We were doing it right. Too bad we don't do things right. <laughs> what what Jared would say is that that's how they do it in the biz. That's probably right. That's probably what we should do. Today on the program, we've been talking a little bit about humor. One of the funny things that's happened since we uh, talked to you last was that our air conditioner has begun dripping all over my expensive equipment that's sitting at my desk. So that's one of the funny things that has been occurring in the studio since, uh, well, in the last three minutes. So I had some uh, studio monitors and a microphone and different things. I'm surprised the radio station is still running. I'm surprised. (laughs) Surprised there wasn't a short in the system. (laughs) Well, you can listen online uh, as well as here on 88.1 FM. If you go to khmg.org, khmg.org, you can get the TuneIn app. You can download the 
podcast at SoundCloud or at iTunes or at Google Play. Just go to khmg.org and you'll find out all the different ways that you can either listen live or download our programs after the fact. Now, they call those a lot of different things. They call those podcasts. They call it on-demand listening. Whatever you want to call it, you can download it. That's Audio it. files. Audio files. They call them all manner of things. Sometimes we have ways of uh, referring to things that are different. I mean, they're different words. They're called idioms. Idioms are things that we use a lot on Live Till 5. Not only do we use them in our regular show in the course of talking, but we also reference them as part of the content of our program because we love idioms. So today I wanted to find some funny idioms if I could. And the reason these are funny, it's, a, it's an article by David K. Williams, by the way, but the reason they are funny is because they're not from this country. They're not from this neck of the woods. They're from the UK, from England. So there are, it started out being 15, but I've reduced it to 10 funny English idioms you may not know. Now, perhaps you do know some English idioms, but these are some that you may not know. I already asked Sebastian about a couple of them, and um, he knew he didn't know either one that I asked him about. Which is not surprising. But he could know some of the... I think he'll know a few... I think my guess is that you'll know at least three of these. Bring it on. Maybe four. Maybe four. Okay. So here's what we have. Ten funny English idioms. The idiom is an everyday figure of speech or a metaphorical expression whose meaning cannot be taken literally. Of course, we know that. Idioms often go against the logical rules of language and grammar. Despite being commonly used by la the language's native speakers, and if you look closely at the literal meaning of those idioms, you'll realize they're often downright hilarious. There's humor for you. <laughs> Here is a list of some of the funniest English idioms you may not know, most of which are drawn from British English. Learn to speak, it says at the end here, or encourages us, learn to speak like a regular Brit, mate. Mate? That's Australian, isn't it? Uh, they say mate in England, too. Okay. Yeah, or if you're referring to, like, if there were several of us guys in here, you'd say the lads. The lads. The lads. Okay. <laughs> so here, this one, this one you probably don't know. It's called, it, or the idiom is, do a Devon lock. Do a Devon lock. Any idea what that means? Well, I'm guessing Devon lock was some sort of person who did something fantastic. And so they're trying to refer to do something that he did. Right. Devon Locke was a racehorse. Oh. He collapsed just short of the winning line at the 1956 Grand National Horse Race in the UK. So if someone does a Devon Locke, they suddenly fail when everybody expects them to seed, uh, succeed or simply crumble at the very last minute. Falcons. <clears throat> when they were. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, Falcons did a Devon Lock. <laughs> that could be our example. You could also say that the Golden State Warriors, when they were up three one in the series, they did a Devon Lock. Don't remind me. Right. You're a are you a are you a Golden State fan? Or? Well, more of a I'm a Heat hater. Oh, but the Heat the Heat didn't win. It was Cleveland. Wait, what game sorry, Cleveland. 
Yeah, it Both. was Cleveland. But see, what you're getting mixed up is you're thinking of LeBron James. Yeah, yes, he used to be on yes, the Heat, yes. and now he's back. Sorry, on he Cleveland. moves around so much. He I, moves around. I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks. Well, man. I don't hate him. I just, you just yeah, don't prefer him. I don't prefer him. I don't hate anyone. Okay. <laughs> okay. I didn't say it, dude. <laughs> I didn't say you did. Okay. So, uh, the next English idiom that you may not know. And I I know this one. We say that at, this at our house once in a while. Bob's your uncle. Mm. You know that one. Bob's your uncle. Well, um, you're saying these are more English, right? They're English. Yeah, they're Bob British. Bob is a short name for Robert, and maybe Robert <laughs> back in English times. In English re- times, referring to like French Revolution, <laughs> Robespierre. You know, Robespierre. Yeah, Robert Robespierre. Close. And wow, dude! No, maybe you're, you're way like, off. you know, your enemy no. is your uncle. Kind of, I don't know. No, 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 no. <laughs> this idiom is a catchphrase used when everything is all right, and it means that something will be done, sorted, or successful. It's the British equivalent equivalent of, and that's that, or there you go. And how it's often used is sometimes funny, right? So uh, here's the example that they have. You want to go to the market? Go straight on until you reach the main road and take the first right, and Bob's your uncle. You're there. Bob's your uncle. Yeah. Why, though? It's just, I don't know. Where did, who is Bob? This is my It's, it's per- a common per- name, right? Question. It's a common name. So it's like- Bob's your uncle. Who cares if Bob's my uncle? So Jared asked me if I would fill in this week. <laughs> Bob's your uncle. I have done it. I, I did the research. I, I brought on Sebastian. Bob's your uncle. There Boom. you go. Uh, the other one is do a runner. Do you know what it means to do a runner? Do a runner. Yeah, to do a runner. Do something quick. Well, not quite. Oh, man. Not quite. Uh, this is the way I would describe it. I will, I'm not going to read this at the moment, but this is what I would say. If let's say that somebody um, uh, came in and you were uh, trying to, like let's say somebody came into the radio station and uh drank all our sodas or drank all our coffee or something and then they did a runner that means you don't know who did it you you know oh, they did a runner they took like off. a dining ditch or yeah, yeah almost something yeah something of that you nature and get out of there yeah but it's, it's a little more than that because it could be someone like who's who's on the lamb who's like a criminal who's who's you know done a runner Oh, run yes, for it. Of course. When someone does a runner, he leaves a place in a hurry in order to avoid paying for something, like in a restaurant, or he flees a difficult situation, right? Oh, I know what it would be. Like if all the dishes were dirty in the sink in there, and I said, oh, man, all the dishes are dirty. And then before you know it, everybody does a runner, and they're gone, and I'm left with the dirty dishes. Or like at a restaurant, you know, where you're all sitting down, this really nice meal, everyone gets the best thing. Right. And then everyone, one by one, is like, I got to use the restroom, you know, and they like they slowly peel off until you're the last one, and you have to pay the bill. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's horrible. I have never done that. Yeah. So this is the example. Uh, at this point, the con artist did a runner with all of her money. Right. So that's like the con artist took off with all of her money. Mm. So that's that's what it means to do a runner. How about this? Enough to cobble dogs with. You know what that one cobble means? dogs. Yeah. Enough to cobble dogs with. Um, maybe it's it's good enough. That's a good guess. That's a pretty good guess. <laughs> this incredulous phrase 
is used to refer to a surplus of anything, right? If you got too much of it, you give it to the dogs. Oh, I, I don't know. I don't know if that's what it means, but <laughs> it says the humor is the image contained in the phrase, and it becomes apparent when you consider that a cobbler repairs shoes, and if a cobbler has enough lever- leather to cobble an animal that has four feet, then that cobbler cobbler definitely has a surplus. Ah, see, you're gonna cobble dog. You've got enough to cobble dogs with. Uh, so the example is we've got we've got enough sodas at this party to cobble dogs with. Yes, enough to cobble dogs. That with. makes sense. Uh, how about this one? I, you may not even know some of the words in this one, but how about this? To fall off the back of a lorry. Lorry. Do you know what it means to fall that off the back so... of a lorry? Is it like a wagon? It is not a wagon. Uh, lorry. Man, we don't have very so many familiar. lorries on Guam. Big trucks. Ah, Big yes. trucks. It's a lorry, right? So a truck driver in the States, if you're a truck driver, sometimes you're a long-haul truck driver. Well, if you were in the UK, you'd be a lorry driver. Wow. So that's what it is. So this is, a Brit, this is the Brit's humorous way of saying you've acquired something that was probably stolen. Right. Or you're trying to sell something that was stolen or is illegitimate. It's the American equivalent of the of the phrase. It's off the back of a truck. Right. Yes. So I don't know where you got this stuff is the example. I suspect off the back of a lorry. Right. Where did you get that off the back of a lorry, Sebastian? (laughs) I don't know what that is. So maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I know now, but had you asked me then this one. So far, you haven't known any of these, have you? Really? Nope. I'm, well, you almost knew one. Almost. Almost. This got is not one. surprising. How about this? Harry at the heel. Yep. You're Harry at the heel. You are quick to kick something in. This disparaging phrase, which originally used by the British upper crust to refer to someone who is ill bred, dangerous, or untrustworthy. So if I said, that's Sebastian, they said, well, what about that Sebastian? Works for you up there. I say, He's a little bit hairy at the heel. I would agree. <laughs> <laughs> it says uh, that means that you're dangerous, ill-bred, or untrustworthy. So I'm not sure you should agree too fast. <laughs> I can't say I like Bob. I've once or twice had a row with him. You probably don't even know what that is. He's a bit hairy at the heel. Yeah. Do you know what a row is? That's an argument. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I think- yeah, just a little argument. Yeah, right. Okay, we've got a, we've got a couple more here. I should probably hurry up because I'm I'm going on and on about uh, idioms here. How about this for donkey's years? Oh, okay. Yeah, I've been I've been doing radio for donkey's years. Yes, <laughs> for everyone to hear. Yeah, right. So this British expression jokingly alludes to the considerable length of years that an animal works with nothing new to show for it. If you've done something for donkey's years, then you've done it for an awfully long time without any change or without much to show for it. Mm. Right? They, just, they say this in football matches, soccer matches, where they say, you know, he's been, he's been chasing that guy around for donkey's years and, you know, no goal or whatever, you know, something like that. So they, they use it quite... Um, I've been a plumber for donkey's years, and it's time for a change. That's the example, right? Okay, you should know this one, when pigs fly. Yeah, of course. I know that one. That one you got. 
Pigs cannot fly. I like how they said that outright like that, like we didn't understand. This often sarcastic idiom is commonly used among friends, and it means whatever you're discussing will never happen, right? So I will get to host Live Till 5 again when pigs fly. Yeah. Yeah. I've already, it already feels like today I've been doing it for donkey's years. <laughs> so anyway, you probably know this one too, to chew the fat. Yeah, so you kind of just talk about nothing. You're just talking. Blah, just, blah, 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 blah. We're out there today in the radio station chewing fat. We're chewing just the chewing fat. the fat. Right, that's, yeah. that's what that means. And then more holes than a Swiss cheese. More holes than a Swiss cheese. Well, Swiss cheese has holes. While delicious, Swiss cheese is hard, pale yellow or white, and with many holes. If something has more holes than a Swiss cheese, it has a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. Right? That makes sense. Like um, some people's business mo- plans, some people's uh, life plans. I've heard people describe to me what they're going to do in the future, and you think to yourself, that has more holes than a Swiss cheese. Yes. But, uh, anyway, that means yes. there's a lot of problems with your little plan there, buddy. A lot. Okay, well, we've been in this segment for donkey's years, and I'm sure that you want us to stop chewing the fat and do a runner. I'm not going to leave. Don't worry. I'm pretty sure. (laughs) So that's exactly, my friend, what we're going to do. So we're going to take another break on Live Till 5. Got 25 minutes left in the show. We've got more to talk about. We've been talking a little bit about humor We're going to talk some about satire, okay? What is satire? That's when you're telling a story and you're making a point in some way, but you're making it in a funny way. You're not really telling it in a serious way. So so we're going to talk a little bit about that and have more live till five. Thanks for being with us today. Hong Kong Mambo. I think he plays that regularly, actually. I didn't know the name of it, but that's... Hong Kong Mambo. Wrong. (laughs) Well, it's 20 minutes before the top of the hour. KHMG 88.1 FM, Harvest Family Radio. You're right. It is. It's 20 minutes before. I was going to help you if you didn't remember our station name. I remember. No. (laughs) I remember. I remember. And this is live till five. The voice you're hearing is not that of Jared Baldwin. My name is Chris Harper. I'm filling in for Jared this week. Sebastian Basildua will be filling in next week. Yes. The third week that Jared is gone, Lawrence Nagengast will be filling in. So you can plan the weeks ahead. The weeks in which you will show up to listen and the weeks in which you will not. Yes. Don't tell us which one you skipped because it would only serve to hurt Sebastian's feelings. I'd probably. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, on today's program, we've been talking a little bit about humor. We've had some things to say about, 
you know, when you have a good newscast, you always have a kicker at the end. It's usually a humorous story. Not always a humorous story. Sometimes heartwarming. But uh, a lot of times you use humor to lighten things up a little bit. After you talked about all the difficult, harsh, and, and hard things in the world, you want some humor to be interjected. I was telling the kids in chapel the other day, the uh, fourth through sixth graders, I was telling them, don't forget to bring a little humor to your day. Like, so what, what we did is I gave them a few warnings on how you shouldn't use humor, right? You shouldn't use it to, to make fun of somebody else, right? You shouldn't be laughing at people. You should be laughing with people. Um, and you should all be laughing together, you know, not leaving somebody out saying that guy's not cool. We're all going to just, we're all going to laugh and have fun together and leave those people out. And I was giving them some warnings, but one of the other things I mentioned was make sure, yeah, there, there are ways to use humor in a very bad way to hurt other people's feelings and all that, but make sure like, don't let the day go by without some humor. Right. I I know my kids come home and, and they'll say, you know, they don't enjoy doing some some bit of their homework, whether it's their English or their math or English and math or two that I hear a lot about here lately. But um, that maybe they're not happy about doing this. And I said, this is the time that we need a little humor. Right. Yes. Let's interject some fun and some uh, fun things into our lives here and not just concentrate on the drudgery of homework but let's let's bring some humor so that's actually what something that we try to do on fridays frankly it's one of the um one of the justifications for having a program like live till five on a friday afternoon is that you know end of the week yeah you spend a couple hours and you're not talking about we if you look at what we play on khmg throughout the course of a day we get pretty serious all the time Serious Sam. Yep. A lot of serious stuff. And we're talking about, and there's some humor too. Um, A lot of times you'll be listening to Dr. Olala and (laughs) he has some funny stuff that he says on his show. Mm -hmm. You know, there's always like Dr. O's sayings that are always funny. And so we enjoy those and, and that sort of thing. But during this two hours, we just concentrate on some things that are a little bit less serious. Hopefully they're humorous. Hopefully they're uplifting. Hopefully they're encouraging to you. And and so one of the ways that you can do that, if you're to introduce to your audience some satire, and one of the uh, websites that I hear people quoting from all the time these days is the Babylon Bee. So if you just Google Babylon Bee, you're going to find some funny stuff. B-E-E, not B-E-E. a B is yeah. a letter. But, yeah. Babylon B-E-E. Correct. So if you Google that, you're going to find a bunch of stories. Now, they come from the Christian world in a sense that it's a it's kind of an evangelical sort of a public publication. And they're always uh, posting stories as though they were true. Right. They're not true, but they're posting them as though they were true. And if they fool people, they really fool people. Like I've seen people pass them along as though they were true. Now, it doesn't happen as much now because people understand what the Babylon Bee was. But when it first started, yep. they were passing it along like it was real. And I, it's just, it's that part, that when that happens, that is humorous. Yes. Unfortunately, it's bordering on laughing at people, 
but as long as you're doing it in the privacy of your own home and not in their uh, not in their presence, uh, you can probably get by with it. <laughs> uh, in this case, so I picked out just a couple of headlines and a couple of stories from the Babylon Bee that I thought we could just talk through. Now, again, this is satire, not real stories. But here's here's one. It says man generously donates positive thoughts for those in need. Hmm. That's the headline. Stating that he has been feeling deeply convicted of his Christian responsibility to care for orphans, widows, and others in great need, a local man, Will Cushing, has recommitted himself to donate 30 or 40 positive thoughts per month to the poor and needy, sources have confirmed. We just can't sit idly by and do nothing, Cushing told reporters. That's why I'm going to take the lead, sacrificing several minutes of my life each day to think about those who need our help. If one of you says to those in need, go in peace, keep warm and be well fed, but does nothing for their physical needs, what good is it? He added, quoting from the book of James and quoting it from memory, might we add, prayers and everything are great, but what really counts is thinking positive thoughts and doing something for the impoverished. So I am doing my part. Noting that we are the wealthiest nation in the history of the world, the generous man went on to confirm his commitment to give numerous fleeting thoughts monthly to the world's million of millions of poverty-stricken children in a move to inspire other Christians to follow in his footsteps and make a difference in the world. Cushing also announced his generous donation matching program wherein the local man will match all other believers' positive donations, thought for thought, up to a maximum of 100 thoughts per year. It's generous. It's generous wow. of him. 100 thoughts a year. That is like one-third. Right. But if it's you and me, year. if I give 100, he'll give 100. Now we'll have 200 positive thoughts. Wow. That's great. Go. Satire from the Babylon Bee. One other. Local man redeeming the time by arguing on Facebook all day. This is the headline from the Babylon Bee. Arising early, even though he had the day off work, a local believer named Noel Hampton reportedly set to work redeeming the time by arguing with various people, friends, family members, and strangers alike on Facebook over a variety of topics, sources confirmed on Monday. Um, we only have a limited time on planet Earth, he said. As he posted a comment questioning another Christian's salvation over a minor issue, we have to make the absolute most of every opportunity to show how wrong someone is on the Internet. No post or comment gets by Hampton. As a follower of Christ, he is able to rip other Facebook users, users to shred to shreds on subjects like politics, theology, sports, and current events. To Hampton, nitpicking others' posts and comments and tearing them down isn't just a hobby. It's his mission in the world. <laughs> Hampton has reportedly sacrificed otherworldly pleasures, like having a social life, spending time with family, and reading the Bible in order to pursue his God-ordained purpose of taking shots at friends and family on Facebook. Wow. What a sacrifice. What a calling. 
these people have done. Outstanding. They have taken a stand. They have done it. But as you can see, satire. But this is the thing about satire. You often, it often makes a point. Clearly, these, both of these are making a point, right? They're making a point, but they're doing so in a humorous way. And maybe someone won't take offense to it, or maybe they will. It depends on how sensitive they are, I, I assume. But, but maybe someone won't take as, fence, as much offense um, to these stories because they're making a point with humor. They take people's logic to a ludicrous level to make a point that's hilarious because it's ludicrous. But also to make a point. Right. That's that's humor for you. What I was trying to find before the show, because I it's it is actually really interesting. If you listen to um Jerry Seinfeld, and I'm not really endorsing Jerry Seinfeld to any degree, but if you listen to him talk about humor, like kind of examine humor, he has a very interesting take on what humor is all about and what comedy is all about. And I was trying to find I was searching youtube trying to find a clip from him on it was one of the the sunday morning shows like the sunday morning early morning news shows that are on at like 5 30 6 a.m and he was talking to them about humor and what it is and he had a three or four minute spiel on what humor is all about and i thought i should bring it to the table but i could not find it so the the moral to the story is what he was he was deconstructing what humor is yes and it one of the points was exactly what you just said you take something to a ridiculous level and then that's why that's why it's funny so yep so that's what we have we're talking about humor today on take note we just got nine minutes left in the program so we want to take our final break of the day and I'm not sure. I think I have the wrong song to intro. I think that's what I intro it with. So I'm going to play this bumper music <laughs> concerning hobbits. You'll recognize this from one of the movies. Yeah, I was going to say one of the classic movies. Is it a classic movie? Lord of the Rings? I oh, guess yeah. it is. I think it's a classic. Of movie. course. I, I was hesitating on where, whether to call it a classic. Well, it's not an average movie. Not an average. So, live till five. Our last break of the day when we come back a little more on humor. Did you have some funny stories, Sebastian? Yeah, I'll bring on something. Bring on something. Uh, okay. A couple more things to close out the program today on Live Till Five. got the correct ending song to the show i've hosted this show six or seven times i don't know how many and this is always the 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 intro music that he begins the last segment with and i've finally achieved it 
I, I actually really like this song. Actually, next week, I'll probably begin and end every segment with this song. Really? No, just this <laughs> People will not like song. that. They enjoy the traditions of Live Till Five. <laughs> you must not tinker with the traditions of Live Till Five, or people will be... Tradition? Yeah, they'll be, they'll be disgruntled, uh, annoyed, uh, I don't know, crestfallen. You know that word, crestfallen. No, How man. about that? There's I don't a, know that word. there's your, <laughs> there's your vocab word of the day, crestfallen. I've already had one vocab word of the day. I don't need another. <laughs> no, you had an idiom of the day. Well, that's true. That's right. It was an idiom, not a vocab word. Crestfallen basically means you're horribly disappointed and and uh, overwrought. I cannot wait to with use emotion. That. Yeah, yeah. I I'm, can just des- I can describe every Friday night with that. Uh, the other one that i like to use is stupefied i'm stupefied you say it's crestfallen crestfallen i'm gonna remember that crestfallen (laughs) yeah this night is just crestfallen yeah yeah no it has to be talking about a person right so i am crestfallen i am they are crestfallen i'm gonna make sure to facebook post that so yeah definitely (laughs) definitely that's good i when you do i'll be stupefied I'll even say, I'll post on there, I'm stupefied <laughs> by your comment. Okay, well, humor is what we've been talking about on today's uh, Live Till 5. I almost said take note. I'm used to saying take note. Woo! That's a- Good thing you didn't say take note. Yeah, that would have been messed up. Okay. <laughs> so, what do you got? You got something else for us, Sebastian? I have yeah. I have a few other things, but uh, but if you had, uh, if you had Wait, something. Wait, no, just for- real quick. You know, I, I like, you know, comedy, you're like, you know, this is kind of a Christian radio program. Kind so, of. Kind of. Hopefully. It totally hopefully. Is. Harvest Family Radio. Harvest being, you know, harvesting souls for Christ. I don't know. Yeah, is that really sure. true? Yeah, that's Whatever. true. Whatever, yeah. But, <laughs> but, you know, I wanted to try to, you know, it's like first thing that comes to mind. Where is the, like, where's some comedy in the Bible? And, you know, it's like, I think, I think God is humorous, you know. But yeah. the, the, the Bible isn't a book of comedy. No. But there might be comedic moments right and i think one of my favorite parts is david you know the david who killed goliath uh goliath was from a town called gath and david was being pursued by king saul and so he he fled to the city which was gath which was where goliath's hometown was and i think david even had his sword with with him Uh, goliath's sword yeah I don't know for sure. I, no. I can't remember exactly, but he was there, and it, and he was trying to can, kind of trying to be low profile, but um, he was going to meet the king to just see if he could be there safely. Yeah. And then he started he- hearing people kind of go, "Hey, isn't that the David that they they sing Killed about? Goliath, right? Yeah, yeah, isn't that that guy? That was our." Goliath was our guy, and he—that—that's the guy that killed him. And you know, and he's like, you know, things are starting yeah. to get hot. You know, like, yeah, oh course. no, I don't want to be here anymore. And so, what does he do? He feigns madness, it says, and he starts drooling yeah. at the beard. So he just goes crazy, like, he's like, are you that man that killed Goliath? And he just goes, like, the. <laughs> I, I, it's hard to it. It's hard to describe over the radio because usually I use my facial expressions, but you can't see that. But just imagine like drool coming down my face. <laughs> yeah, so you'd have to imagine it because it's not actually happening. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> But yeah. I think that's one of the most hilarious parts in the Bible. I, the one I the one I like that I think about, and I've talked about it actually on Take Note uh, before, was the um, incident with Elijah 
and the prophets of Baal. And he, what he really does is he kind of ridicules the prophets of Baal. If you don't know that story, what's basically happening is Elijah is uh, uh, proving that God is real and that God is powerful. And uh, he uh, calls fire down from heaven. And, and uh, uh, there's a number of things in that passage. But one of the things is the prophets of Baal are insisting they can do something similar to what God can do. And he uh, in a way, ridicules them and says, is your God sleeping? And uh, basically, <laughs> he knows that their gods are nothing in the world, yep. and he's ridiculing them to the point of, uh, it's it's funny. It's funny to listen to. Well, we're at the end of the program today, actually, on Take Note. And actually, this is the song he often ends with, too. Good. I'm nailing it today. Good we started song. off stumbling. There was some technical glitches. But at the end, we're hitting our stride. Now, if only the show was two hours longer, we could actually have two hours of good radio. It would be great for the folks listening. Well, thanks for listening to Live Till 5 today on KHMG.